0: The NFL handing out suspensions for the latest gambling issues around the league. And some of those players not only suspended, they're completely jobless now. And we're going to take a look at the all-under-25 team. Is this league getting younger throughout? On today's Peacock and Williamson.
1: NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson bring you expert NFL analysis every day in less than 30 minutes. Get an inside look into the NFL on the field and in the front office with elite breakdowns, next-level analysis, and in-depth information only for the real NFL fans. This is Peacock and Williamson, and it starts
0: now. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. Brian Peacock alongside Matt Williamson at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL on Twitter. Thanks, everybody, for making us your first listen on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We love all the everydayers out there. You should be an everydayer if you are not. Just subscribe up on... YouTube, and everywhere you get your podcasts. All right. uh, Some knuckleheads out there in the NFL, Matt. And look, we've already seen these suspensions. I, I don't know how anybody, and maybe it's on the team since multiple, since it's happened, you know, in multiple locker rooms with multiple guys. Yeah. But, after the Calvin Ridley thing, how does anybody in the NFL think that it would be a good idea to bet on sports, whether they're in or outside the building? So here's the deal. And I, I did a deep
1: dive on this in my, my Steeler show. I'm not sure why I would it had no Steeler ramifications, but we just got on a tangent talking about it. So this is what's illegal if you're an NFL player. And my co-host kind of incorporated it to, hey, if you're a bartender, you're not allowed to drink behind the bar, you know, like. there's just rules in different walks of life that you're not allowed to do. And you sign on when you sign a contract that this is the, the deal, you know, like I'm sure that everyone has some stipulation with what different walks of life that they can't do that others can at least on the job.
0: And by the way, as a former bartender, right. I was asking you, you definitely go next door. And you get well served with your buddies at your. I bet, bar. I bet, you know, when and you, you take care fellow, of those from next door, right? When you see a fellow bartender come and belly up at your bar, you get well taken care of. But in most places, yeah, you know, and sometimes you know you have a little shot behind the bar, you know, end of the night. Oh, time, I know and what time, happens. You know. And some bars, it, the bartenders are hammered, but generally, it's not. Sure. You know, the rules are don't be drinking behind the bar. You know, there, there's definitely definite rules there, um, but that doesn't mean you can't go drink somewhere else after work. Right. And
1: sometimes even at your own bar. I mean, it depends what the owner wants, but you can't drink behind the bar. And it's kind of a similar deal. Like, you're here's the deal if you're an NFL player, you are not allowed to bet on the NFL anytime, anywhere. You can bet, you could be a rookie that went to Ohio State and bet on Ohio State, Michigan. That's perfectly fine as long as you don't do it at the team facility or on the team plane or on the road at a hotel, as long as you're not, quote, like, at work. You're allowed to bet just like me and you, just not on the NFL and not in their building or in their premises. It's pretty simple. And I, I know most of our listeners haven't spent tons of time in NFL facilities, but there are placards this big. You know, I'm stretching my hands out super far. With really basic rules on this that you can't miss as you walk into the locker room. You see it every day. I promise you the Rookie Symposium spent a long time on this. I can just about promise each of the 32 teams when Rookie Minicamp broke had a a segment on this. You know, hey, there's Calvin Ridley. There's two rules. Don't bet on the NFL. Don't bet on anything here. And you're also not allowed to tell your buddies to bet on the Vikings or Bears either. But I guess that's a little harder to figure out. But that's also right. illegal. Yes. So it's really not that hard. But I could see where a young man has a betting app on his phone, as I do, waiting to get in the shower or whatever, bored, surfing the thing, going, I'm going to bet on Kansas Duke basketball tonight. But you're sitting in the locker room, therefore you can't.
0: I would have to imagine that there that teams would take it further. Like if I was an NFL owner, I would say, you know what, coach, GM, we know what the league rules are. We have different team rules. Don't bet on sports. Period. Yeah. There's no. There's no vagueness.
1: There's no. See, there's, I think the the the, the, P, the players' association would come after you. Like, hey, can't. I'm allowed to bet on Pirates Orioles. You know what I mean? I mean you can have your
0: own set of rules that are a little bit different. Every yeah. team every team does things their own way, you know. Some, you know, no w- whether it's they play music during uh there whether have music in the lab. Oh, sure. right? Oh, sure, they sure. have unwritten
1: uh, rules galore. Right, So
0: sure. don't do it. That's our rule. It's even easier than what the league is putting out there. Do not bet on sports. You're a professional mm-hmm. athlete, don't bet on sports. You're a millionaire when your career's over, have fun.
1: I know, but like can, you know Michael Jordan on the plane with his buddies throwing thousands of dollars around playing cards or on an off day playing golf, you know, against Pippin for 50 grand, you know, whatever it is.
0: (laughs) Can I gamble on myself playing golf? I was like, yeah, on other athletes in, in other sports at a at a sports book or whatever. Um, but it's and it, I think fantasy is a big one too, right? Because everyone plays fantasy. Like that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. NFL players can't play fantasy football. Uh, they're There's not allowed. Players, that's true. There's baseball that's true. players play a ton of fantasy football, right?
1: Right, and you can play fantasy baseball if you're an NFL player. You know, again, it's that's. I think that's just lumped into don't bet on the NFL. Right. I find it interesting. You can bet on college. I mean, all your buddies are at Ohio State. You're a rookie from Ohio State, and they're playing Michigan. You know, who, I mean, you can call all your buds. You can, you, you can do that. That's legal mm-hmm. as long as you don't post the bet from, you know, uh, the facility. So a couple notes here is I hope this isn't the tip of the iceberg. Like, I really hope as the weeks go on, this list doesn't get to 30. You know, every team's got two guys. Yeah. One of them is a starting quarterback. or You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's been pretty nondescript all in all
0: and it's a dicey situation for the league and you know th- this offseason there was you know the big controversy and, and a lot of people were making fun of the the fact that the games were were rigged and you know teams yeah. would get their packet with all the information on how their season was going to have to go and everything was you know predetermined in the NFL and you know getting in bed with a lot of um different different gambling you know services and you know mm-hmm. having teams in Las Vegas it's, uh, you know, the league has to be careful more so now than they used to be probably as it pertains to gambling, just because public perception and they want, you know, everyone to believe that everything's on board.
1: Mm-hmm. And there, I know there's some people saying, well, isn't that a hypocrisy? You know, I mean, you have all, they're making all this money from gambling, but you don't let these young men do it. Bet on everything but your sport. Again, it's it's the bartender thing. You know, like I, you, you can't do that. And, you know, this goes back to like, Alex Karras and Paul horning getting suspended for gambling in the 50s or 60s or whatever you can't gamble <laughs> on this sport and a couple of things that you you kind of mentioned there too like there's a lot of talk of oh the NFL's fixed but I don't believe that at all I mean I think it'd be so much easier to fix most sports but with 22 human beings on the field including refs and all that maybe you could slip a long snapper oh. you know yeah you
0: you you have to compromise one person we saw it with the point shaving yeah. in, in basketball it's it's one ref and you're tr- and that guy's trying his damnedest just to change it by a point or two it's yeah. not like oh we're deciding who the champion of this league is going to be right, from the right. start how many people would have to be in on it's it literally impossible
1: so it's really tough. tough i mean <laughs> like if you told a long snapper i'll give you 500 grand i'll double your salary if you throw one over the holder's head you know, in a crucial situation right. or this kicker that's a journeyman, just shank two of them today. I mean, that <laughs> maybe could happen or one right. ref maybe, but you're not going to like get 22 dudes on board. You know what right. I mean? And even
0: then you're not going to guarantee that your team's not going to just go down the score without needing a field goal anyway. So you, Right, right, not,
1: right. You know, like if traumatic. a basketball ref tries to totally destroy a team, the team with LeBron still might win. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm right. still way better. I'm still putting the ball in the hoop more than you are. You know what I mean? I, I don't know but you mentioned one thing to start the show and I, I'm not blaming the lions or Colts or whatever, but I did find it interesting. There were packets of teams where there are clusters that maybe they not stress it as much, or is it just a bunch of dudes that decided to do it all at once? I, I don't know. I just found it interesting that it wasn't 32 different teams. You know what I mean?
0: Well, judging by the results of the teams, I think the, the teams is, are probably telling us, well, yeah, it, it wasn't us. These guys knew. So I want to get a little bit more into the details here of, of, what happened with uh, some players and, you know, starting player for the Indianapolis Colts. And uh, we'll take a look at the all under 25 team in the NFL in 2023. Blown away by how many stars are still under the age of 25 right now in the league next. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Just don't bet on FanDuel if you are an NFL player. It's easy. Everybody else, you're good. Take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's $200 that you can spend betting everything from money line to over under to who you think is going to hit the first home run in a game. And of course, major league baseball uh, you could bet on every day all summer long, but you still bet on the NFL, even though it is not NFL season. How about these lines for the NFL MVP this year? Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Pat Mahomes. They're tied right now, seven to one as the leaders to win that award this season. You want to go a little deeper odds next Herbert hurts. Lamar Jackson, maybe. How about the first non-quarterback surprising that someone like Justin Jefferson, hundred to one odds to win MVP. Hmm. He's got the same odds as guys like Sam Howell, Jimmy G, Sam Darnold. Interesting. Sam guys. Darnold. So, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> Don't put your money on Sam Darnold. That's my advice. Uh, but maybe Justin Jefferson could give you that payoff this year. Tons of fun ways to bet at FanDuel, all on an app that's safe and secure super easy to use and get paid instantly when you win no better place to bet on nfl major league baseball than FanDuel. sign up today fanduel.com locked on to get up to 200 dollars in bonus bets that's fanduel.com locked on fanduel official partner of major league baseball bp we're going to talk about
1: justin jefferson here in a minute but He's probably the first pick in fantasy drafts nine out of 10 times. And your boy, Sam Darnold might not even be active week one. And they're the same odds. That's crazy.
0: Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) That is fantastic. Okay. You might notice actually, if you're watching uh, on certain YouTubes and and other services, our our show can be found in a lot of places now. So we've got some extra little uh, things happening here and there with our production so uh, that's why you're seeing new things up on your screen all the time. And uh, big things happen here on the network. Shout out to Ross and Brian, the behind the scenes doing big things for the network. Um, so really quick with uh, the specifics here of some of the suspensions and mm-hmm. look, again, you know, not to vilify gambling or anything like that. We have gambling sponsors, obviously here on the podcast. And, and it's a lot of fun to put a little money down on sports and have a lot of fun, but come on NFL players. Don't bet on your own league. That's obvious. Pete Rose, did it in 1988 and he still can't get in the Hall of Fame. He's still <laughs> right. from the entire thing. It can. I mean? Yeah. It's insane. Um, but Colts cornerback Isaiah Rogers indefinitely suspended. Indefinitely. They didn't say this is a year. This is like you might not even get back next year. Colts so, linebacker Can Rashad I stop Curry. you super quick? I yeah. think I, I'm totally guessing, but I don't know
1: this for sure. I think the indefinites bet on the NFL and the ones that got six weeks or whatever just used an app in the wrong building.
0: Yeah. And that's we saw, hunch. yeah. Right. So it's the it's the Calvin Ridley thing for the indefinite suspension. Yeah. 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 And so uh, it, Rashad Berry from the Colts also indefinitely. I wonder if they're like, we're doing it together. Right. Mm-hmm. On, mm-hmm. Hey, what are you betting on? What are you betting on? You yeah. um, know, how are they going to know? Right. Uh, how do they know, by the way, that you're betting? I ins- think that's, like, what, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess betting on the NFL is a lot easier to figure out than where you're betting because that would be hard if, like, you bet on a, a baseball game and then you walk out to your car, and then you bet on the baseball game. Like, How different is that? that I know. It's a, that not, one's a little bit more difficult. <laughs> Real um, quick, if
1: I was an NFL player, just don't have any of the apps on your phone. So the only way you right. can bet is at your house. Or right, a, at home on your computer. Or, yeah, or yeah or right, 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 right,
0: right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so uh, free agent, defensive tackle, Demetrius Taylor, not currently on a roster, and he will not be on a roster because he is indefinitely suspended. And then Titans offensive tackle, Nicholas Petit-Ferrer, uh, he gets a six game suspension. So you're thinking, Matt, that's probably the just on that's site just morality, but yeah. not in a,
1: yeah. They they shouldn't be penalized equally, is my opinion. Petit Friere is not a great player, but I think that's the worst offensive line in the league,
0: and he's our starting right tackle. Right. <laughs> so really, was, you know, I mean, these are a couple guys, he was at least competing for a starting job, right? Right, right. Isaiah Rogers was a starting player, yeah. Um, yeah. and the Colts, uh, thanks to an update from our guy Jake Arthur, who's the host of Locked On Colts. Uh, the the Colts have waived Isaiah Rodgers and Rashad mm. Barry from their team following those suspensions. So mm. the team is taking it seriously, and this isn't like the team like, oh yeah, there's something else here. It's like, nope, you guys screwed up. League You're suspended out. you. We cut you. See you later. Interesting. All right, I'm
1: gonna talk under 25 uh, here.
0: No, and I'm you. not yet. Okay. And, bring on, note, and this is the most yeah. fantastic note of all of it, uh, I think of all of them. Um, we do know specifics on Isaiah Rogers. So, according to sources, among uh, among Isaiah Rogers' wagers was a one thousand dollar prop bet on the over under of rushing yards for his team, the Colts' running back. Wow. So Did I don't know if it was under? the over or the under. <laughs> right. I hope I it was at least the over. Right. But,
1: that always makes me think of Pete Rose too. Like I'm hoping if he's betting on his team, it's to win. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, then even that. And I've, I, I when I was younger, I was kind of like, ah, oh, come on, Pete Rose. Like first of all, I still think Pete Rose. If I'm the commissioner of baseball, Pete Rose put him in, and Barry Bonds, the first two guys that need to go in the Hall of Fame. Period. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. They're in. Um, but with Pete Rose, it's like, okay, well, what if he's betting on his team? It's like, yeah, but maybe he was stacking his rotation on certain days to win on those days, he's betting and then not on the other days. It's mm, like you're, yeah, yeah. your team on other days because you're, you're trying to win this one more. So yeah.
1: That makes some sense.
0: And Pete Rose obviously had some, you know, maybe some, some gambling problems, you know, <laughs> uh, dial yeah. the, the 1-800 number because <laughs> um, that you can't let that ruin your career. And that's what's happening right now. Just, and it's really dumb. A $1,000 for a guy who makes how much does Isaiah Rogers make, you know, a million and a half at the, at the least. And I, I, right. I can't, Remember, if he's been, uh, if he's on a rookie contract still, or if he's, you know, gotten re-signed and and he's, you know, making multiple millions of dollars, you bet a thousand dollars. It's just it's throwaway. Like, why would you even risk it on that? Well, and you
1: mentioned a name I didn't even know, the D tackle that was currently unemployed. Well, you're never going to get employed again. I mean, like, who's going to bring you to a oh, camp if you're, right. if you're not, no one's beaten down your door already? Like, I mean, unless you just think your career's over and suspension yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, maybe really he was the anyway. smartest
0: one of the bunch. He's like, let me use my in- limited inside knowledge here because I'm not going to get a job anyway. I'm not, I'm not in this league.
1: Yeah, I have a little bit of insight. Maybe I'll make a few bucks because I'm not, I'm not for long in this league. Uh,
0: it's, uh, anyway, crazy. So. Uh, how about this all under 25? Yeah. Uh, let's get into this a little bit. This is from Nick Shook. era uh, NFL.com list of the top players under 25. And my big takeaway is how young the league is and how some verified superstars are still under the age of 25 in the NFL, which is just unbelievable. When I think of where I was at in my life at the age of 25, yeah. Matt, uh, to, be this, uh, to be at this point in your career and to even have the uh, – even have your – You're stuffed together, Matt, at the age of 25. This is difficult for a lot of human beings, right? And we got Trevor Lawrence over here, 23 years old, the next superstar quarterback in the NFL.
1: Yeah, I don't want to spend a ton of time on these because I think they're interesting, but that was my first take. Every time I see these under 25 lists, they're like, look what these several, or all of them, of course, but some in particular – look what they've accomplished in their first 25 years on this planet compared to where I was and all my buddies and everybody on the planet that I know, you know I mean? So people think foot, football players are just a bunch of meatheads. I mean, sure. There's some of them, but, and they're just naturally gifted, but to be on this list and when you're 23, 22, 24 is pretty ridiculous to be honest with you um, quarterback though. I wanted to spend a second on because everyone thinks of, Allen, Mahomes, even Burrow, Herbert, you know, boy, the league's in great shape for star quarterbacks for a long time to come. That's probably true. Those guys are all in their prime, but none of them are close to this conversation. They're all too, too old. Jalen Hurts is even too old. So Lawrence is a slam dunk really as the only quarterback, you know, in this mix. What if this group of incoming rookies are okay, not great, Only one, you know, first round pick last year, Kenny Pickett, who turned 25 on my birthday on June 6th. So he doesn't even qualify. (laughs) So we could potentially, I mean, I'm really looking ahead. Two years from now, are we going to say, boy, this under 25 list of quarterback isn't so good?
0: You need that. Yeah, you need those young players to continue to Mm -hmm. um, to to and quarterbacks. it's, It's it's so stark, the difference between quarterback, especially in running back. Tom Brady just retired right. at the age of forty-five. You can keep going for a long time. You don't hit your stride as a quarterback in the NFL until later. But for running backs, it's the opposite. And Jonathan Taylor's on this list at twenty-four. I mean, he's halfway through his career, right? So <laughs> i like, worry about fifth-year options and extensions. And twenty-seven, like, whoa, oh, right. hold on there, old guy. You know, do you bring your yeah. cane to work today? So, All <laughs> right. And, and the league, I think, is definitely getting younger, even though there's certain players, like certain quarterbacks and certain like you have the you know Cam Jordans of the world that just just keep going and playing that sure. at a pretty high level. But there was always older players in the NFL and the great ones can play longer. But, man, uh, I really it just feels like the league is getting younger and younger players are getting better and playing great earlier in their careers than than I can remember.
1: I do wonder, side note, and not to contradict you, but with the money people now make in college, will we see over the next decade, five years, that players might be a little less reluctant to come into the league at 20, 21? You know, like Juju was unbelievably young. Trey Lance was unbelievably young. If I can make a million at Bama, should I stick that extra year out before I go to the league, you know?
0: especially for quarterbacks because it's, we've yeah, seen yeah. it's beneficial to be older as a quarterback coming into the league. You don't a, a one year, Starter in college has so much more of a difficult time transitioning huh. to the NFL than if you played a couple of years. So if it's if you get an NIL deal and it's enough to keep you off the fence, because I know there's a lot of guys that make bad decisions for their career, and some of them they oh they I got a fourth round grade that's enough I need to go get paid in the NFL they end up going hmm. undrafted you know what I mean they should have stuck but if right, you get right. a little bit of money and you're you're getting paid in the college game maybe that's enough to keep you in and you get that extra season that you needed under your belt or maybe stay all the way through your college career and you know get a degree just in case that NFL career doesn't work out. So I think some of the, because it seems like every year for a long time, a new record for how many players declared for the NFL draft and half of the guys don't go drafted at all. That declare early. Those are bad decisions yeah, they should yeah, stay yeah. in school. And this gives them an opportunity to stay in school and have a, a better reason to stay rather than everyone just jumping to the NFL because they think they're ready and they need to make money.
1: So I wonder if these under 25 lists that pop up every year around this time are going to have, Fewer and fewer people to pick from, you know, because everybody comes out a year later. It's not everybody, but more people do.
0: I still think not.
1: Probably not. I mean, I the league's just, so appealing. Yeah. Top,
0: top guys, if you get a a first-round grade, you're coming out. Just and out. they're more prepared, I think, than they ever were before and, and ready to play yeah. early in their careers, especially some of the skill positions that, that used to take a long time, like wide receiver. Great uh, point. All right. And next.
1: back to this list, too, if you're a running back, come out, you know. Don't,
0: don't, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you aid while you can if you're a running yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, more on the all under 25 team, and we'll finish up this episode of Peacock and Williamson next. I do want to thank everybody once again for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen every day. Make sure you are subscribed up on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcasts, and check out what else the network has to offer. Your team is covered not only in the NFL but every sport around the league, and you can find. Matt Williamson doing locked on dynasty football. Get ready for those dynasty and fantasy drafts. You can find that show every day right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. BP, how about this? I mean, speaking of dynasty,
1: in any dynasty startup right now, these next two guys are the first two picks, and it's they're slam dunk easy ones.
0: It's uh, I just talked about uh, betting on. uh <laughs> On Justin Jefferson for league MVPs, 24 years old still. And he's about to get massive money. He is a bona fide superstar. Uh, He's the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. Justin Jefferson and and Jamar Chase is is right behind him. He's 23. He's a year behind draft-wise. He's a year behind development-wise. But just two young superstar players.
1: Absolutely. And again, if you're in a dynasty startup, these are the two best assets to own right now. Some people prefer Chase, some prefer Jefferson. But what's amazing, and you mentioned this too, is I'm old enough to remember third-year breakout for a wide receiver. That is like dinosaur talk now. I mean, these guys play year-round. There's so many. I mean, like Alave and Garrett Wilson couldn't even, like, sniff this list. I mean, you have to be awesome to be the under-25 receiver.
0: And then looking at the the third receiver on this list, they have a, a flex position here. at C.D. Lamb. I would have guessed that Ceedee Lamb's twenty-seven years old. I can't believe <laughs> he's still.
1: Yeah, yeah, that shocked me too. I'm like, he's been
0: around a while now. Good for him. And so, I mean, I would have for sure. I would have put money that Garrett Wilson was on this list, Rookie of the Year, reigning Rookie of the awesome. Year, wide receiver Chris Olave. Like, the, the you know, they they're not even on this list as, as good as they are. So, wide receiver is going to be fine in future under oh, twenty-five yeah.
1: lists. That's. I mean, I is. don't know their ages off the top of my head, but. Devonte
0: Smith, Waddle,
1: Amon Saint Brown—you know—they don't have a chance.
0: Pretty unbelievable. Uh, looking is. at the offensive line here for the uh, the all under skip 40- tight end
1: real quick. My man oh, Pat Fryer oh, yeah. needs a little love. Come on, man! You can talk
0: about your Steelers guy. Pat <laughs> in there. Wow, no
1: Kyle Pitts? I would have taken Pitts. I mean, I love Muth as much as the next guy, but I would take a Pitts.
0: Fryer did have a better year last year than Pitts did, but Pitts had a better rookie season than than Fryer did. did. So. Yeah. But tight ends oh, are a tough one. There's uh, no reason Kyle Pitts should have had the year he had last year. Like, that's that was dumbfounding. Uh, oh, wow. the, he's too talented. Uh, I, I, things are going to be different for oh, sure. I, I mean, I, I, his stock. And look, I might get burned again because I had him on all my teams last year. Um, he's in, a, he's on my team in our locked on dynasty league, which, which mm-hmm. hurt me last year. Uh, congratulations again to the champ, Mr. Matt Williamson, year one in that league
1: and rookie of the year.
0: Uh, Right, exactly. Uh, But (laughs) Kyle Pitts, I mean, come on, he's 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 the easy one this year because he's too talented and he's not going to go as high as his talent should. You know, he's not going to go as high as he was did. He went last year's drafts.
1: So I heard an insane stat the other day, which I don't exactly know the number, but in every ESPN redraft fantasy league, which are I don't know tens of thousands, a hundred thousands of them, the 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 owner that drafted Kyle Pitts, which cost you like a third round pick made the playoffs like 10 percent of the time <laughs> you know, like that was like the worst pick because he was so expensive and i bu- and i bought into him everywhere and, and you know so i didn't make the playoffs very often
0: yeah that's and i think i went pits javante williams at the turn oh right right which just killed my fantasy list.
1: brutal brutal can't overcome it
0: because he keeps it's playing Pitts
1: week after week
0: go ahead, yeah. Go ahead, yeah yeah you, because then you don't want to sit the guy you can't sit him Javonte and he kills you right and- uh too bad you can't have offensive linemen we got to figure out a way to get offensive linemen in on fantasy leagues and get some points there tristan wirfs andrew thomas are the tackles you got trey smith from the kansas city chiefs and elijah vera tucker at guard and creed humphrey at center the league's looking pretty pretty good with these young star offensive linemen all those stud players
1: yeah i think humphrey's ready to like take the mantle off kelsey as the next generational center on a great team of course And the tackles are loaded. I mean, there there are some good young tackles in this league.
0: What about the defensive line here? Guys like Bosa aged out of these lists. So we've got second-year Detroit Lions. Aiden Hutchinson and Jalen Phillips are the edge guys. And and you like Jalen Phillips a lot. You fought for him to be on all all AFC East team as an edge rusher. Probably doesn't get credit around the league. His his career started a little bit slow. and, And that happens a lot, man. You have a slow rookie year. Uh, it just you know, it takes an extra year for people to to realize how good you are, and, and Jalen mm-hmm. Phillips is a really good player, but uh, not as spectacular as some of the offensive players we've seen here. With this,
1: no, the- I mean the defensive line, and we'll get to the, the tackles in a minute. To me, is not all that awe inspiring. Uh, they do cheat, and they put Micah Parsons as an off the ball linebacker. If he was if he was one of these edge guys, it would obviously look a lot better. But then you'd be weaker at linebacker. Um, nothing against Hutchinson, and I love Phillips. They're just fine i just don't look at any of them and be like oh that's the next von miller or miles garrett
0: you know what i mean they, I, I feel like for a few drafts in a row interior defensive line are, are they is the college game not giving us great interior defensive linemen there's been some but there's like right. every year it was like ah, it's kind of one first round d tackle then you see another one maybe go at the end of the round or a couple guys end up going um it's been that way for multiple drafts jordan davis of the Eagles, he didn't have an amazing rookie. They hardly played last but, year. Right. Yeah. And then Christian Barmore, the of the Pats, 23 years old. Those are the, the those are the all uh all under 25 tackles.
1: That's one of the weakest position groups. And both those guys are fine, but Davis is a total unknown. Barmore's a diamond in the rough. Maybe Jalen Carter grabs this, but you can't put a rookie on there. I think this position got hurt really bad because the Dexter Lawrence um Jeffrey Simmons Christian
0: Wilkins
1: all those guys are like 25 and a half you know like they were all in competitive competition for it they all aged out on us over the last year
0: and the, the NFL has to deal with what the college gave gives them mm-hmm. and there's like you know uh, who was it uh the Iowa State uh the Will Will McDonald and I'm mm-hmm. um, blanking on the other Iowa State edge rusher that was in this draft Hmm. And I watched their film. They had 240-pound defensive ends playing, like, interior 5 technique yeah. three-man, like, the game. The three-man fronts, right. Tackles. They're not developing big people on defense because they've got to cover these these spread offenses.
1: This is a probably a much bigger topic, but it was something that I got punched square in the face of when I was in recruiting at Pitt and Akron. D-tackle's the hardest position to recruit. Harder than quarterback. Just think about it. There just aren't many 6'4", 285-pound, 16-, 17-year-olds that can run a 4'9 and develop into more, more, more. They all go to Bama. They all go to Georgia. (laughs) And if
0: they exist, they're not
1: going to Akron. You're not going to Pitt. You know, I mean, they're they're definitely not going to Akron. You know, like, if there was a good one in our area, he definitely went to Ohio State. And then those teams turn him into, like, uh, we have too many of them. So we'll make him a left tackle, and then he's the first pick of the draft like Orlando Pace, you know. So right. there's like – I'm out of the recruiting loop, but there's like five or six big-time D tackles every year coming out of high school, and they go to five or six different schools. So if you – in in the meantime, you got to create a nonsense defense with a three-man front with 240-pound defensive ends lining up on the inside <laughs> sh- shoulder of tackles.
0: Right. And you it was- can't get them. Very impressive. What, what I can see why the Jets liked him and drafted him so early because uh yeah, was, tough guy. Good doing that. It's like, okay, right. get this guy on the edge and then watch out. You have yeah. the toughness to stick in there. Um they're not
1: gonna ask him to do that. Yeah, you know, he's gonna no, be a no, no, of course. Right. Uh
0: definitely cheating having Micah Parsons in the off-ball linebacker category. But again, yeah. uh you know, it kind of goes to show uh what, what's happening off-ball linebacker as well with the, what the college game is giving the pro game. Nick Bolton, the other linebacker and then looking at the defensive my one
1: nugget there is and, and i can't stress this enough linebacker forever to develop nowadays you know i would yeah. really be wary of using a first round pick on a linebacker because it's going to take them three years to figure out the nfl game
0: and it, it's just so difficult because of what they're put through and oh. um and and you have to be able to defend the run but you have to be able to cover as well in the nfl and so it's, I'm
1: sorry. It's Nobody just, cares about Cole Holcomb because he's, you know, the Steelers just signed him, but he's going to be the Steelers starting linebacker. He sat down with us in the first day OTAs and I'm like, what's changed? He's like, my first two years in the league, I bit on play action every time. <laughs> <You> know, like <laughs> Shanahan just manipulated me and I just bit every time. And he's like, so do all the young linebackers. I'm like, yep, you're on. All right."
0: Yeah. And that's, 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 it's probably the number one thing the offensive coordinators do on the other side. It's like, well, the guys on the outside can cover. These guys in the middle can't cover our guy, our athletes coming uh, over the middle of the field are better. So let's target the hell out of them. Make their life. Yeah. Make their life extremely difficult.
1: It's all about putting them in conflict. If I can put Tyree kill in jet motion, running a four two parallel to the line of scrimmage before the balls even snapped. And that second year linebackers going, Oh my God, what do I do now? Should I shift with them? Yeah, I will. And then Shanahan's like, gotcha. You know, <laughs> you, know you take one step to your left before the ball snapped and gotcha. Guard comes do. crashing
0: down on you and blows you away. <laughs> we talked about the uh, the wide receivers, Matt, but how about this group of corners? And really to be honest, he might already be the two best corners in the NFL. I think it is. Yeah. coming off his rookie of the year uh, season last year, and then Patrick Sertan the second. I mean, I, I would I would draft them one two of corners in the NFL, and it's not a difficult decision. One hundred percent, really, really strong position. They put Tariq Woolen in as a flex. That poor
1: guy, probably is defensive rookie of the year. You know. of the seasons, but because of sauce, couldn't do it, you know? So that's an unbelievably talented group.
0: Yes, absolutely. And then uh, Talano Hufanga and Kyle Hamilton are the two safeties for the All-Under 25 team.
1: I have no qualms with that. It's just Hamilton is a bit of an unknown to me still. I think he's going to be great and Mm showed flashes of it. But after one year of really just being a big slot, that's a bit of a projection
0: Yes, absolutely. And so basically what they're telling us is, well, there was nobody else under the age of 25 that was better right, than a guy yeah. who's a first-round pick. And you can project something, but he hasn't shown it yet.
1: No, and it's similar it was- to linebacker, but safeties have to be really good from the head up, and that takes time.
0: Yes, absolutely. Neck up. Yeah. So that is NFL.com's All Under 25 team. Is the league getting younger? I just, I really, I—it's probably just me getting older, but I do feel like the <laughs> could the be world. it. But these young whippersnappers nowadays. Yeah, yeah right. I, I hate Brady retiring and Drew Brees retiring. Like, there's no more guys left that are older than me in the NFL. It's like, oh man, um, <laughs> that whole generation of Rivers and Ben and yeah, Brees. I, I want Brady bummer. to play forever, man, because that—that <laughs> kept me feeling young. Now I'm retirement. I'm retirement age, man. That's a bummer. That's All bound right. to happen, brother. <laughs> Thanks everybody for making this your first listen. Matt and I. Back next time, right here, Peacock and Williamson.